Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. My name's Brian Briggs. I'm from Ocean Tree Creative. And you are listening to episode 40 of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur Podcast. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scuba Leavers, and welcome to another episode of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> coming at you whatever device you happen to be listening on. So today, we're talking to a very, very special Scuba Believer, and probably the best Scuba Believer I've had yet. He actually ended up being one of my very first Patreons, and I, that's why I think I'm really excited to have this episode out with you. Brian Briggs is my very first Patreon. You're going to hear a lot about that when I first get started. And um, I just want to let you all know, too, as if you decide to be a Patreon, too, there's probably a good chance I'll be featuring you, too. So kind of keep that in mind as we listen to things here. And uh, he does audio and video work. Uh, if you look back at some of my previous social media posts and things of that nature, a lot of the work that I'm doing now actually has his mark on it because he's been helping me out a lot. So enough of the back and forth and shindig. Let's go ahead and get right into it as we talk to... Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative. Salutations, school believers, and we are here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Today we're here with Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Jesse? 
Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Now I have a real serious question to ask you. Okay, are you ready? You bet. All right. Are you a school believer? I am probably the scoobiest of scoob believers there ever was. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much for being a school believer. I really super appreciate it. And I do have to tell you all, he's not kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my <laughs> very first Patreon that joined my Patreon. So, Brian, I just got to say thank you so, so much from the bottom of my oh. heart for being the biggest school believer I think I've had ever. Well, that's that's just part of believing in in what you're doing there and how you're doing it and just the passion that you have behind it. You know, that little bit of whatever that that we send every month, hopefully it keeps snowballing for you and ends up being a, a good thing. All right. We're going to see what happens from here on out, right? Yeah. All right. Sure. So if you could just tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, what your entrepreneur adventure is, and how long you've actually been doing it for. Uh, my name is Brian Briggs. I'm from Ocean Tree Creative. Uh, we're a very small me and basically my wife now and then. We create social media videos. We edit podcasts. We edit video in long form. We record voiceovers for different things, YouTube and explainer videos and stuff like that. We have actually been at this since the magical month of March 2020. That seems to be the month for a lot of us who have started into something. And it started out as, boy, we need to figure out how to make money that doesn't involve me going to my day job because my day job didn't exist for two months. So two months with zero income made things real sketchy, real tight, um, but we made it through just fine. I think what was a very difficult time for a lot of people ended up being a very positive time for us. 2020 was fantastic. It's It really changed how we thought about making income, but not only that, how how everything kind of worked for us, what was really important. We we decided a lot of things really just weren't that important, you know, possessions and having this and having that. But but it was the the time involved in with each other, with our kids, with our family, with our friends. That was that was the treasure instead of the the boat or the snowmobiles or the four wheelers or the, you know, whatever the, the toys may be. Those went to the wayside for us that year. And it's amazing to me how much closer we've gone, not so much like as a family like you. Obviously, you've gotten closer, but uh, closer as a community, as podcasters, a closer as a community as, well, just about anybody around. I don't think yeah. I've been closer to my my fellow human than I have right, right now getting through COVID and really getting reaching my hands out there and actually touching people on the other side of the earth. It's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, 100%. I think the world has really gotten smaller in a sense, uh, because of, of what has happened and how we spent a lot of time online connecting with each other and sharing ideas and sharing laughs and sharing hardships and sharing all these things. And I think a lot of communities, like you were saying, grew out of that, whether it be podcasters or content creators, entrepreneurs, everybody figured out how to get a hold of everybody else doing the thing that they did. And I think that's uh, that's actually a very valuable thing that came out of that time because I don't know if that really would have happened at the level that it is if COVID didn't happen, you know? That's a real weird, weird way to look at that. But 
I think out of something uh, catastrophic or terrible that had happened, so much way on the other end has been so positive and and influential and you know such a such a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing to me how much positivity came out of something so extremely negative. Um, just, you know, trying to look on the other side of things and, and what we actually learned from that particular time. So that's amazing. Yeah, I agree. What actually made you, I mean, we also, we already talked about COVID and that actually, <laughs> just start. Yeah, that was kind of the catapult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually what made you start this particular business? I mean, we could have started anything at that point, but what actually made you start doing this? Yeah, so we, I, I have a history in. Um, I went to school for radio and television way back in a previous life, and uh, multimedia, whether it's uh, music or voice or video, all of that has been uh, a hobby. Uh, tools that I've used in the, in the churches that I've gone to, all of that, and when COVID hit, I kind of tried to figure out what can I do in my house that could potentially make some money. And just before then, just before COVID, uh, we uh, had taken some uh, family trip and we were listening to a podcast where somebody was doing uh, uh, voiceover work in their camper. And as... uh, at that time, future camper dwellers, ourselves, we thought, well, what a great way to potentially, you know, make make some money on the road. So we had bought some couple microphones and whatever equipment. So when COVID did hit and we were, you know, quarantined inside, uh, we, I, <laughs> turned our, our space underneath our steps into uh, a vocal booth. In essence, I soundproofed it w- with what we had. Uh, I had some acoustic panels. I dug anything I could have out of the garage to make the structure of it. We had a, I had an old Mac Mini, a 2009 Mac Mini. We had an old uh, TV that we used as a monitor. I had the microphone. We bought uh, an audio interface and jumped on Fiverr and started a voiceover biz. And boy, was that fun. <laughs> we met a lot of interesting people along the way and through one thing or another voiceover has kind of gone to the wayside and videos kind of pre crept up uh i think because the the more i was watching uh, social media consuming social media but not the you know kitty cat running across the screen or the the baby doing something i when I watched social media, it was guys like Gary Vaynerchuk, um, like your guy, Pat Flynn, Todd Collins, all these guys and what they were saying and how are they saying? And, and, and my wife and I were like, wow, there's a whole other thing going on and, and a whole different way of looking at marketing, promotion, promoting your, yourself. And we, slowly pivoted over to doing doing video doing some content and that kind of started in september actually uh august september is when i started the making the social media clips and youtube and all that stuff and uh it's just been it's been snowballing from there 
So that's kind of where we're at now. That's what I do full time. Like I said, uh, editing podcasts, social media clips, stuff like that. That's fantastic. Isn't it so amazing how you could start things out with one thing, one thing you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. But then as you go along, you start realizing you could actually pivot over to this other thing. And it just 100%. turns into something just so much more amazing. And that's kind of what happened with me too, with, uh, starting with my karaoke DJ and music DJ, but pivoting over to podcasting. And here sure. I am. And it's been just such an amazing, amazing thing. And meeting so much of fantastic people like yourself, Brian. Sure. Like uh, Pat Flynn, who I've talked yeah. to, it's amazing how how things can work out that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it is. It's interesting. It's amazing how things you know morph from one thing to the next. You know where where things morph from here. I'm not sure. Um, we'll just continue going and and doing what we're doing and and uh, just see what happens next. That's kind of. Kind of how are, how we look at things. Let's let's see what happens. Let's see yeah. what happens. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. I know you've only been doing this for a little while, but I I just like any other entrepreneur. Have you had any serious pitfalls or problems that you've encountered up to this point? Can you pick out one or two? Yeah, I would say probably the biggest pitfall is more of a long-term thing. It's, it's the, the lack of time in a day to do all the things that, that I would love to do, would need to do all of that. That's been a nagging kind of pitfall, nagging, negative thing. There's, there's been kind of a pivotal moment though in the last six months where when I had start, started making the social media clips, uh, you know, all the, the fast edits with the captions and all that stuff. When, when, when I first started making those, I was on Fiverr and I got an order from a gentleman who ran a, uh, pretty influential podcasting production company, media production company, corporate production, all that stuff. He came onto Fiverr. He had a podcast that he wanted to have clips for. Uh, he placed an order with me and I made the, I made the clips and I spent, uh, about 16 hours on a hundred dollar order, which we know that that is not, uh, that's not feasible. That's not, <laughs> that's not going to work to pay the bills. Uh, but I invested the time I dug down and I worked real hard on these and I was really proud to, to deliver that order. And I heard nothing from the guy. Oh, how to, not a rating a review, not a thank you, not a not a single thing for months. So it drove me batty. I was absolutely batty. And I thought, well, did I not do this right? You know, did I not do these? Like, what am I supposed to be doing with this? You know? So in the meantime, I had like befriended uh, Todd Collins on social media and I had sent him one of the videos and I said, where am I going wrong with this? What did, what, because I'm watching what he is putting out as content and mine is pretty darn close to what his was. So I sent it to him and his only response was, I mean, what do you charge? Literally, that was his only sentence. And we uh, started talking and struck up a deal and now he's a client of mine and Absolutely ridiculous, but and I and I always refer to the video that I sent him as the infamous peanut M M&M and M video. 
<laughs> because uh, the, the two podcast hosts were talking about uh, random current event stuff. And one of the podcast hosts brought up uh, uh, J.K. Simmons as being the voice of the peanut M&M, the yellow M&M. Mm -hmm. And the other podcast host was flabbergasted, like, what? He is not. Well, they went through a back and forth and back and forth. And that's the, that segment of the podcast. I really keyed in on, like, I'm, you know, I put up some J.K. Simmons stills and some videos and all this stuff and the peanut m and and everything. And it was just, everything was going on. It was like a perfect storm. And that's that's my famous peanut m and video that will never be seen, actually. <laughs> so... I got to I got to tell you, Brian, I'm sure you just blew a few people's minds as it is anyway, to even know that that he's the voice of the. Yellow <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, too. When I edit when I was editing that video, I had never put the two together. And so I was blown away right along with. So that was kind of a fun ride for <laughs> at least a couple of us. <laughs> I could see, though, I mean, when when something like that happens where you, you like. You do all this great work, and then you never hear from the guy again. It really makes you question yourself, you know, did I do this right? I mean, that really is something that you'd have to yeah. really think about. And I, you did the right thing by going outside and and getting somebody else's opinion and not just dwelling on the fact that no, that you didn't hear back from him. Like, And in sure. your head, you're going like, what did I do? What did I do? So yeah. whenever you have something like that happen, going on the outside source, asking for an opinion from somebody else, that's definitely the right thing to do. Yeah, and I just thought that, you know, Todd kind of knew what he was. You know, I, I followed him for a while. He was approachable. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to throw this out at him and just can I can you give me your two cents? I was just on a call earlier talking to another guy and he was talking about those lobs that we make on social media, contacting the various people like and, and like you were also just saying too, the community, it's like so the world is so much smaller now because of. You know, you're just a DM away. Gary Vaynerchuk's a DM away. He may or may not respond, but it's not going to hurt. It's not going to cost you more than 30 seconds of your time to send him a DM. That's where he's gotten his team. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has built his team off of people that has contacted him through DMs. It's That's amazing. It's the same thing for me, too. I actually reached out to Pat Flynn one time, and not only did he answer me back, but he followed me on, on nice. Twitter. So, like, I was like... Whoa, what just happened? So yeah, yeah, you really never know until you take that first step. Don't be afraid to take that first step and talk to somebody who might be you think is out of reach, but really isn't. And we'll take the extra time to just talk to you and say hello. And they're just people. They're just right. normal people. They're not really, you know, so far out of reach just because they have 17,000, you know, 315,000 for whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. No, don't don't assume that they're not going to answer back to you because they're such a big people right you know? i i can't agree more and and i find that i thought everything everything was uh you know tiktok is where everything had to happen it's all happening on tiktok and and for a while that's what it was and and tiktok dms are pretty much dead as far as what i've found going back over to instagram and getting into the groove of instagram instagram's where it's happening like that's where i conduct a lot of my business correspondence is through Instagram. I don't email Todd Collins. I don't have a thread necessary. I mean, he emails me materials and stuff, but I talk to him directly, not via the phone or, you know, on a call or a text order. I, I've DM'd him the whole time. Everything's in the DMs, you know, and 
that's just the way it is, I guess. It's the same way for me and and Twitter too. If you actually look at my Twitter yes. feed, a lot of it, a lot of it's DMs and and whenever I get a brand new follower, I say, "Hey, thank you for following yes. me. I really super appreciate it. Is there anything I can do for you?" You know, and just taking that extra step, shaking every hand that follows you. I know it sounds, you know, like what are you talking about? But it, you know, when you shake a hand. That means you're making a connection and you don't want to leave somebody hanging. Somebody puts their hand out to follow you. That's them putting their hand out and say, hello, shake that hand. It's really important 100%. that you shake every single hand. I and, agree a hundred percent. And another thing I want to touch on too, that you actually mentioned earlier is what do you charge? That's, that's a really big thing for me too, because sometimes if you undercharge, you're actually showing somebody that's might not be that high quality product. And it yep. makes them think twice about, you know, what you're really putting out there. If you right. charge enough, though, or you charge a higher fee, you're going to be perceived as a higher quality person or product right out there. So don't right. undercharge yourself. And actually, that goes into a story. You might have heard this one. I don't know. But uh, sure. and I think I mentioned this one once before, uh, Pablo Picasso. And he's sitting at a you know at a pub and he's, you know, doing a little doodad or just a little scribble on a napkin. And a lady comes up to him and says, that's amazing. Can I buy that from you? And Pablo Picasso says, absolutely. That'll be $20,000. And she goes, $20,000? You just took five minutes to, to scribble this on a napkin. And mm -hmm. he, Pablo Picasso goes, no, it took me 20 years to put this on this napkin. Yes. So the, the moral of that story is basically don't undercharge yourself. Yeah. Put what you're out there, what you really do think you're worth. Because the, yep. the the trip to the bottom is always exactly that, the trip to the bottom. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you're saying, you're not just paying for the deliverable, whatever it might be. You're paying for what got that that artist, that skilled person, that talented person to that deliverable to give it to you. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. You've been doing this for a little while, and but it sounds like you have a few influences and people that you look up to and people that you follow. Can you mm -hmm. kind of give me an idea of what who influences you? Yeah, like I was saying, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk was probably one of the first ones. Uh, we sat for night after night after night watching all of his stuff on YouTube and just soaking it in like, gosh, how do you argue with the guy, you know, <laughs> like, you know. Not everybody's right about everything, and I know this, um, but there was so much value that he was just pouring out and pouring out that, you know, we started taking notes, mental notes, whatever it was. Um, and, and you know, I, and I just, I just realized tonight I was looking for, I was going to send uh, Gary's, um, Gary's profile to the, the call I was just on with the, with the client because he had never heard of him. And uh, and I I have not following Gary Vaynerchuk, which oh. is the weirdest thing, you know. <laughs> like Wait a praised the praised the guy for months on end, and still do, and still enjoy his content. And I wasn't even following him on Instagram, and I don't even I can't even explain how that happened. No idea. <laughs> he actually goes oh. live on on Instagram a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does, and uh, I've caught a couple of those. Actually, on my wife's Instagram, that's why I didn't even think of, you know, because we both enjoy what, what he does. And, and uh, yeah, I 
trying to do a media company. I'm not following Gary V. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? I guess. Yeah. You know, so I um, followed him. That's good. Yeah. Better yeah, do that. We're, <laughs> we're good now. Good. <laughs> you never know. He might reach out to you. I mean, who knows? Like, yeah, like we're saying, throwing out the lob, you never know. And I might send him a DM. I don't know. But, you know, I, it's really hard to say. That's why I say there's a, there's a saying from a movie. I don't forget. I I can't remember what it is, is there's a difference between just winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. Exactly. So I don't, that's how we look at it. (laughs) All right. Gary Vaynerchuk is, is definitely a great influence to be talking about. Uh, I actually just picked up his book, Crushing It. Yes. And I'm going to start reading that. I just started reading that. So I'm really excited about that and seeing where that takes me. Um, yeah. And it just goes to show you just never know, even though he's just like we're saying, even though he's kind of far out there, you never know. You never know. He's, the, he's shaking it up, you know, and he's been shaking it up now for a couple of years to where I, you know, I would, I would venture the statement that he probably changed marketing or he influenced the change in marketing as a whole for this generation, for sure. You know, I, big companies, major companies are on social media, you know, small companies are on social media. Everybody's, you know, going to the social media and old advertising and the old way of thinking it is just that it's it's old and i think he had a lot to do with that turn of events um you know the way where things are and that's that's opened up so many things for guys who are sitting in a little room in in you know small town minnesota creating (laughs) content that's seen all over the world you know it's ridiculous have you read a few of his a few of his books yeah in fact i just i just got done uh with with crushing it I, I, in my day job, uh, I, I have a lot of time to listen to audiobooks. So I, I, I've listened to a bunch, a couple that you've recommended. Uh, Audible is, is on fire with the audiobooks that are being downloaded from them for, uh, for me to listen to. And I just got done with crushing it for the, like the second time now. And actually, uh, we're flying out to Orlando tomorrow to Podfest. I'm real excited about that. But on the plane ride, I'm going to listen to uh, Jab, Jab, Right Hook. That's a shorter one that that he did, and it's going to last on the flight. And and that's going to be my entertainment. Oh, yeah. Um, that's next on my Gary Vandertruck list to be listening to is Jab, 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 Right Hook. Uh, Pat yep. Flynn actually talks a lot about that book, that being one of his favorite books from uh, from Gary Vandertruck. So yeah. if he's yeah. recommending it, you know it's going to be a good book, right? Yep, yep. All right. That's awesome. Uh, if anybody's interested in getting a book like that, uh, I do have an affiliate link in the show notes. If you want to get a free book uh, from Audible, I have that c- capability. Take a look in the show notes. That's also on uh, tuepodcast.net backslash Audible if you want to take a look at that. so. All right. Sorry for the yeah. shameless plug. All no, right. Do it. So, <laughs> I know you, you've only been doing this for a little while, but I think one of my favorite questions is when will you know you've made it? When, when do you think you've gotten to that point where you said, this is exactly where I want to be? Can you explain that to me? I think that 
that is subjective from person to person, obviously. I think that I will feel like, like, I don't know if I will ever make it. I guess I don't know what that looks like. Um, but I will be happy when I'm basically paying on my bills, throwing some money in the bank, um, and, and, and living a comfortable life doing what I love to do. And it's, it's, I've heard that when you, when you do what you love, it's no longer work. So I'm looking forward to not working. There you go. Basically basically is what I'm, what I'm hoping to do. All right. You know, it's amazing to me how a lot of people, when they're, when they're asked that question, a lot of them go to money, you know, and they want a million dollars. So they want to make a million dollars. Do we need a million dollars or even $2 million? No, we just want to be comfortable, especially as entrepreneurs, as long as we're helping other people and we're doing something that we really love to do. That's in our zone of genius. Then we don't need millions of dollars. We just need to be comfortable because we want to be happy with what we're doing. Right. I I can't agree more. And and what you just said about helping people, like I want to spend 2023 helping a smaller business, uh, e-commerce business, an online store business. I want to help them embrace social media to drive traffic to their business because it's the it's the small, like the mom and pop kind of shops, um, the smaller businesses like that, the the Davids versus Goliath that like I have a soft spot for. I'm kind of one of them, but I I, I kind of see the call that I just got off of is uh, he makes hot sauce in a small town in, in Minnesota and uh, and he's on fire, pardon the pun, for <laughs> leveraging social media to to drive traffic to his online store that's on his Instagram. And man, to 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 better his life is really mixed into me feeling like I'm making it. Like that's a that's a positive thing. Yeah, that's that's very similar to my made it moment too. When I have somebody that walks up to me and says, "Hey, are you your GG Scoob? Aren't you? Thank you so much for what you did. We I heard that episode with you and Brian, and it really motivated me to." do blah 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 so thank you yeah. very much for that and that's worth any more than any kind of money that i can raise doing anything at this point a- so absolutely absolutely that's a great made it moment and you're right too it does vary from person to person you mm-hmm. know but it's all great to think about yeah you know anything more than than you know just living a comfortable life is just you know brain melting to me so (laughs) you know let's say for example if you meet someone that wants to have the same entrepreneur adventure as you have in the video industry and the social media industry what advice would you give them what steps would you have them take i would say follow the people that uh, that do what you do or do what you want to do. Follow them on social media. Study their the way that they do things. Study how they interact with people. Study who they are as a person as well. And then take that lob. Throw that Hail Mary. Send them the DM, the email. Don't be afraid to do some work for free because 
I'm I'm still doing some work for free, but it's all part of the big plan, the the big pivot from my current day job to what I hope my day job can be. Don't be afraid to take that lob. That's probably one of the biggest things that that I can say about doing this. And you know, use use these people that you talk to to your advantage as like a shortcut to be able to kind of take the problems they had and be able to avoid those same problems. Right. When right. you have a problem or a pitfall that they've had and said, hey, I've had this pitfall, this is how I avoided it. Yep. Take that to heart because they're actually reaching out to you saying, here's a shortcut. Yep. And that's part of the value that some of these people, these big names put out there. The, you can tell the ones that are absolutely transparent or genuine, honest, whatever you want to use. You can absolutely tell when when they say like, you know, back in 97, I did this and man, do I ever regret that? You know, whatever that that may be, uh, a terrible business move, a terrible personal life move, you know, whatever it is, um, use that as an influence, like you're saying, to, you know, steer yourself away from those type of situations. Yeah, actually, um, uh, in the book, Superfans, Pat Flynn actually talks about a couple of uh, situations where he went in thinking one thing and then realized it was mm. the wrong thing to do yeah um, emotionally and you know business wise so yep. you know it's the same thing take those take those to heart take those to heart and the other thing Absolutely. when you're doing that though remember not to compare yourself to them learn from them but don't oh, compare sure. yourself to them compare yourself to yourself yesterday compare yourself to yourself a month ago a year ago, whatever it takes. That way you could see where you've come from and you can actually even see at that point the path that you're going. So I agree always 100%. keep that in mind when you're looking at these people. Yep, I agree 100%. So here's one of my favorite questions, and I think this is going to pertain to you really good because there's a lot of social media people out there that are doing mm -hmm. what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So if I see you and I want your services, but I have two other people that I'm looking at that have the same that, you know, ask for the same type of money and have the same qualifications as you, what would set you apart from these others two? That's a great question. I think that my passion to help help the other person, like I like I just said, I've I'm I've done a lot of work for free. I still do a lot of work for free. I will probably do free work. It's not about, and I've said this to, I think I've said this to you, I've said this to pretty much everybody I've talked to <laughs> in the last week, at least. It's it's not about the money. It's about the connections. It's about the relationships. It's about, like I said, gaining that connection because that connection can turn into another connection, can turn into another connection, and and, you know, maybe the money comes in then, but it's it's the friendships like i'm i'm going to be able to make friends with some really interesting people doing really interesting things and that's that's more valuable to me actually than than a single penny absolutely i agree with you 100% i'm sorry i'm looking down but i'm trying to look something up real quick sure. as we're talking here if anybody is interested in what brian actually does he actually did some work for me uh, and, and much appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh, here it is. So uh, it's a gentleman named Brian Clayton. Uh, I know oh, this is yeah. episode is a couple of uh, episodes out from Brian's, but if you look yep. back, 
at some of my social medias. Uh, if you look up Brian Clayton, uh, the social media clips that I have for Brian, uh, this Brian, Brian Briggs, actually put together for me as part of some of his free work. So please yeah. take a look back at that and see if that's something you're interested in. Maybe give Brian a a call or, sure. or an email or a DM like we we're talking about earlier, because it's actually some great work. And I, I I'm up front right here, I just want to thank you so much, Brian, for doing that oh. for me and putting that together yeah. for me. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I stumbled onto your podcast and I don't even remember how. I think it was maybe through Twitter. You may have commented on something, stumbled onto your podcast, started listening to it. And I just got a great vibe about what you're trying to do. Um, it's not it, it's about us who are struggling, who are, you know, not the big and famous like your Gary V's or your Pat Flynn's like. You know, they have massive teams and all that, but there's thousands of us smaller entrepreneurs who are really doing it out of this passion, uh, the love for what they do. And and I I definitely saw that in in what you're doing. So I just wanted to reach out and and, you know, offer what I can do to to what you're you can do. And, you know, let's see if we can grow this thing together is kind of my my opinion, my mentality, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian. That actually means a lot to me. I mean, my whole goal here is just to give a voice to the beginners, mm -hmm. give them the shot that they need. Because when I was growing up, when I had my entrepreneur tendencies, nobody gave me that shot until I got a lot older and I learned a lot more. I want to give people that shot now up front so they sure. can actually have a voice for themselves and say, sure. hey, they can point back at this and say, hey, I was on this podcast. Take a listen because it's all about me. Right. So, yeah, right. That's that's right. what it's all about for me. So thank you, thank you for believing me, Brian. That it brings a you little tear, tear to my eye there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now it's time for my favorite question, mm -hmm. the question that I stole from another podcast. So sorry, everybody, but what is the one question you wish I would have asked you but didn't? I always miss one that somebody's always prepared for, but I never asked. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask that question. What is that question, Brian? That's a great question, actually. <laughs> Man, I'm at a blank right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking all day, and now I'm completely speechless. Uh, you wore yourself out. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. How about Coke or Pepsi? Coke or Pepsi. Okay, so I'm a Pepsi guy. Okay. Um, even though Pepsi is not prevalent where I'm living at, when I was growing up, I actually got a, got to take part in the uh, the the uh, soda wars. Mm, great. Where, uh, I was. I remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you all a story since he he can't come up with a real question. Um, Perfect. <laughs> I uh, lived uh, most of my childhood in California, uh, okay. near Santa Cruz Beach and Boardwalk. And uh, one day we went out there to Santa Cruz, and there was a booth i can't remember if it was coke or pepsi that was sponsoring the booth but it was one of them and it was like take the pepsi challenge or take the coke challenge and you had to drink which one and decide which one was coke and which one was pepsi yep so i remember i remember doing that part during the cola wars i guessed right so mm. <laughs> i took that same challenge at a little county fair in the middle of wisconsin i think it was and uh, i guessed wrong oh really oh well yeah yeah, yeah. 
at this point, soda, soda. I stopped drinking soda a long time ago. So yeah, I yeah, <laughs> partial Mountain Dew now and then, but that's about it. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's a Mountain Dew is a is a Coke product. It's a Pepsi product. Pepsi product. See, I don't know yeah. my I don't know my stuff anymore. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all garbage, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. That's probably why I stopped drinking it. All right, sure. so now, now I'm you know, bashing all the sodas. Okay, I'm going to move on before I get in trouble. I want to talk about goals now. In the next six months, mm-hmm. wh- where do you see yourself in your company? Let me hear your six-month goals. In six months, I definitely don't want to be doing my day job of 30 years. In six months, I want to be – I want to have – We'll say five paying clients that are putting food on the table and, you know, paying the bills as small as they are now for us. And I can just relax and breathe. And I think that's, I think that's attainable. I think that there's definitely struggle from here to there. Uh, and, and a lot of time involved, but I think that's, I think that's, I think that's attainable. Oh, right. That sounds great. You know, it's amazing to me how a lot of people think they have to have tens, twenties, thirties, all these clients to be able to make the money you have, they need. Mm-hmm. But really, if you really think about it, like five clients really is not, it's not that bad. It's not really that hard as long as you're doing what you're doing. A hundred percent. If you love what you do, it's not work, you know? So if I'm able to do that, and I will tell you, you know, I don't have to say numbers or anything, but five clients worth of work per week is makes things really comfortable for us. So good. That's awesome. That's all we need. Hey, Brian, I hope you don't mind me asking, what's your day job? I'm a a tile installer. Really? Yeah. And I've been at been a tile installer for 30 years and I've hated it for 25. So <laughs> you know, what's funny is I was actually one of my many jobs when I was growing up was, was a gopher for a tiling company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I don't talk about it too much anymore. Yeah. But... <laughs> I hope to, I hope to not talk about it myself. There you go. <laughs> that would be great. All right. So in six months, I'm going to follow up with you. I want to do Perfect. another interview just like we're doing this. And I want to hold you accountable for that. We're looking at quitting that 30 year day job. And having five paying clients so you'd be comfortable, okay? And I think we can do it. All right. Fantastic. The time has come, Brian. It's your time to shine. I want you to talk about your your how we get a hold of you. Talk about exactly what we do. Advertise, advertise yourself, okay? Ready, set, go. Well, my name's Brian. I'm from Ocean Tree Creative. And I create uh, social media clips, long-form video, and podcasts. I can be found uh, at Ocean Tree Creative on basically all the platforms. I think one of them, I think Twitter is Ocean Ocean Tree Create One because creative was too long of a word. <laughs> Ocean Tree Creative at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, find me at, at any of those. All right. Fantastic. Brian, thank you so much. And I'm really, I'm really looking forward to following up with you in six months and see uh, if we've attained those goals. Everybody, thank you so much for coming to the show, and uh, stay tuned for the wrap-up. Okay, everybody, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. All right, have a good night, everybody.
right, school believers. That was Brian Briggs. Such a great interview. Had a lot of great information for everybody to listen to. And what a great adventure he's had. I really like the information he put together where I just throwing that Hail Mary out there. I think it's really what kind of stuck out there for me is even though these people are kind of bigger, they have a lot of followers, there's a lot of stuff going on with them. Don't be afraid to reach out to them and say, hey, I like what you do. Try to strike up a conversation with them. You never know what's going to come out of it. Just like I was saying in the uh, during the interview with Pat Flynn, I didn't know he was going to follow me. I was just hoping he'd even just say something to me. But it was such an amazing thing to have him just reach out to me and just even talk to me and, and give me some advice that we just talked back and forth. It was amazing. Don't be afraid to reach out. I guess that really what that comes out to being. And the other thing too is we talked about maybe reaching out there and following influences, but make sure, just like we said, we don't compare ourselves to these people, to these influencers. Compare yourself to yourself a few times back, a day back, a week back, a month back. That way you could actually see where you're coming from and where you're going in your entrepreneur adventure. It's okay to take some inspiration. Let's call it that. Take some inspiration from these people and what, what they're doing, but let's not copy them. Let's not say, I want to do exactly what they're doing because their adventure is their adventure, but your adventure is your adventure. So let's kind of keep that in mind as we go along. I love his six-month goal. He just wants to be comfortable. He want, He knows exactly where he needs to be to get those bills paid and to be able to be comfortable with himself and his family. And I think we all need to kind of take that to heart as we're going along. We don't have to have a million bajillion dollars to be comfortable. We know where we need to be. And his six-month goal, he knows where he's going to be. And that's why I really think it's a great thing for him to be doing. And the reason why he's doing it and why he's coming up with five uh, clients. Because he knows that will be what he needs. So thank you very much, Brian. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being one of my first, actually the first Patreon that I've ever had. Thank you so, so much. All right. So a little bit about what's been going on with me lately, because I like kind of doing these updates, not just for you, but kind of for myself too. It's kind of like a a self-log kind of thing. So the last episode was uh, that came out before this one, (laughs) I guess you could say, was my very first coaching episode. I really enjoyed putting that out. I really hope you all learned something from it. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go back and listen to it because it's full of value, not just for the person that I was coaching, but for you as a school believer too. So uh, do me a favor, just go back there and tell me what you think. Is this something that you would actually like to hear? Do you want to hear more of this? Uh, Reach out to me on Twitter, reach out to me on Instagram, wherever your social medias are, and let me know if you like it. If you don't like it, let me know anyway. That way I don't do a bunch of stuff that you don't like me to do it. So uh, coming up real, real soon, and probably sooner than you think, It's an interview that I did with my good friend, Hal Jester. Now, Hal Jester is an up-and-coming DJ who specifically uh, promotes indie music. So any kind of music, but it's all people that are just getting started. Very similar to what I'm doing for entrepreneurship. He's actually doing for the indie music industry. Featuring him, reaching out there, finding these new music talents that are really up-and-coming and having them on his podcast called Hal Shack. And you could actually find that probably best to look for that on iHeartRadio. Uh, and I will link to that into the show notes too. But uh, this is a gentleman that has never been interviewed in any kind of audio video style. And so this is his very first time actually being interviewed this way. So I'm really excited to have him on my podcast as an exclusive. 
for the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. So really looking forward to that. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the, any kind of button that you need to to keep an eye on this for when this actually comes out. It is dramatic. It is fantastic. I really am looking forward to giving that information to you for that interview. I am still doing coaching, obviously. If you'd like to be coached by me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> uh, reach out to me. Reach out to all my social medias. You can reach me at doingittodaycoaching at gmail.com. Drop me a line there. I have a Twitter, which is doing it today, coach, because it wouldn't all fit. Um, reach out to me. I will give you, if you mention this podcast, I will give you a two-hour discovery call for free. That's a $700 value for free to sit down and talk about how I can help you along with your entrepreneurial adventure, maybe make a really good change in your life for the better. We'll see. We'll just see what happens, right? Just like we say in the podcast. We'll just see what happens. You never know. Something new that I decided that I'm going to do, and uh, it's kind of in the works now, is I'm putting together a course for how to start a podcast. This is definitely an experiment for me, and uh, I'm going to keep you posted on how that's ongoing, but I think I can help people with their entrepreneurial adventure by possibly even helping them start a podcast. So if you're interested in that and you want to get in on it early, go ahead and reach out to me and we'll see what we could do to kind of get things going for you. I would really like to put this course out to anybody that's looking for uh, how to start a podcast for their entrepreneur adventure. So reach out to me if you ever get a chance. All right. And for my regular socials, you can find me on Twitter at DJ Scoob 2021. You can reach me on Facebook. I am Scoob. So I guess the Facebook backslash I am Scoob. I don't know how that worked out, but that's the way it is. And on TikTok and on Instagram at DJ Scoob 2021. If anybody likes what I'm putting out right now, please, please, please give me a five-star review on any of the platforms that you're listening to or you're watching from because uh, that helps my algorithms and we get our voice out to more Scoob believers out there. So thank you very much for listening. And I really appreciate any kind of help overall that anybody could give me ahead of time. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>